You're listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, the uplifting tongue-in-cheek podcast where we chat to British comedy's funniest females in an attempt to cheer up and entertain the nation in these uncertain times. And here's your host, Alexis Strum. Oh, hello. On this week's edition, we've got a little bit of a dating special with comedian Ivy Page and online comedy genius and TikTok star Laura Edwards, a.k.a. Laura Bubble. And they'll be joining me and Becky Singh from Funny Women. Four very different women, all of us single, all of us stuck in lockdown. And we discuss the perils of being funnier than your date, how bigotry and racism are the biggest turnoffs. Ew. And whether COVID will kill off internet dating for good. Is this the end of dating apps? Let's find out. Hello and welcome to the show, Ivy Page and Laura Edwards. Hello. Hello. Hi. And from Funny Women, we have Becky Singh today. Hello, Becky. Hi there. Yes, I was put forward as Funny Women's resident spinster. So <laughs> thank you for having me. It's just great. So how's everyone today? How are you all feeling? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really good, actually, today. Yeah, I think I've turned a corner the last week, definitely. Which corner? Anyone, if there's a handsome man and I'm running after him. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn that corner. And Becky? I was just going to say, <laughs> I have been for many years relatively disinterested in dating, but suddenly now I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's become uh, first and foremost in my mind. Interesting. So the um, it's that kind of wanting what you can't have, that vibe. When you knew it was on a plate. Well, it was never on a plate, though, really, was it? I mean, the internet apps, they're there. The guys are all on there, but they're not really doing very much. They're just kind of sitting there. And I don't know what, considering their options, perhaps. But um, if we were a pop song today, guys, what pop song would sum up how you feel? I will go first, if you like. Go on. I'm going to go with um, Black Velvet. I feel a little bit, yeah, I feel a little bit like I put my makeup on. Oh. I feel like there's this bit of a strut. Do you know what I mean? I haven't had a lot of sleep. I feel a bit like Black Velvet right now. I'm, I'm going to go with completely the opposite. I'm going to go, go with ste- Steps and Stomp because I'm feeling quite heavy and bloated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Fever because I'm feeling a bit hot today. Oh, mm. hot, sexy hot. Well, yeah, uh, not Corona hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to be temperatures of over 37 right now. That's not a good fever to have. daily check, actually. Oh, are you all doing the app as well, the NHS app, where you report in your symptoms? Good, good, good stuff. And Becky, pop song for you today, summing up Um, the mood? Pop song. I'm now thinking of something very ancient, but uh, Board of Confusion by The Temptations. (laughs) Um, I've been trying to go through my self-assessment and tax issues at the moment and it, I have no idea what's happening no idea so um yes it's all a bit of a mare really that aspect of yeah things. the financial aspects of covid are not funny there's no. not really any comedy material in there and no. it's just a bit shit really isn't it I mean yeah, sorry to bring that up <laughs> the word furlough the word furlough is probably the least sexy word if we're talking about getting sexy I think furlough's right up there um COVID-19 obviously COVID's not a particularly sexy oh, I word. don't know though I wish I'd been furloughed that sounds pretty sexy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know what the you know that saying they said last week about we're all in the same 
I said, we're all in the same ship, but not in the same boat, or we're all in the same ocean, not the same. You know what? Boat. I came up with that analogy myself at the start because someone said, well, we're all in the same boat. And I was like, no, we're out. there's a massive no. tsunami. Some of us are in cruise liners and some of us are in dinghies. Like it's a same wave, but absolutely different situations for so many of us. In fact, yeah, no one's I, in the same boat. Everyone's experience of this is going to be so different, right? Yeah, I think I think you're right. And I think the, um, I mean, not to get boring, but the financial side of things, I'm really noticing that's the big, the big differentiator for, between all of us is, yeah, is like seeing how actually some people are having quite a nice old time, aren't they? And um, But we're not here to talk about finance today. And we're not here to talk about anything that's not really sexy I've got three very hot young ladies I'm talking to you guys can't see them right but these are gorgeous women and the one common denominator is that we are all and I don't want to say this word we're all single how why I was gonna say I feel like this lockdown has turned me into actually like a 1950s housewife (gasps) yes I'm baking bread every day I make at four o'clock is for cocktail hour (laughs) <laughs> does it just go on for an hour though ivy or does it kind of extend uh, stick into the i think now it's gone on for <laughs> i i'm still working so but it it's weirdly because i was a bit of a you know a bit of a uh, how do we describe it socially phobic so i would go out to comedy gigs and whatever for work but i didn't really go out an awful lot so i have to say that aspect of thing hasn't really changed I'm still working from home and still not dating. So it's the same. Hooray for um, social isolation, really. (laughs) I have to say, it makes me very scared of like what we're all going to be like when we get out of this. Uh, You know, because in a way you get used to your own company and the pressure's off. I found dating or being on apps is such a huge pressure. It's time consuming, isn't it? Well, it's also nice not having to do your makeup every day. Oh, my and, you God, know, Think yeah. of all the prep for dates and stuff. And it's just so, I mean, I feel like if I did do a virtual date, you only need to really worry about sort of this much of <laughs> and these sort of eyes to your lips. And then you could wear your pajamas, couldn't you? So, And you can yeah. also bolt as soon as you want. You just mm, create some kind of like technological error and you're out. Like, just do the freeze. Just do the freeze. It really works. You just like, like that. that's their word. <laughs> <laughs> and then log off and you oh yeah my internet's down I mean you know they'll buy that and what about you Ivy how are you feeling are you doing any video dating at all well, I am actually I feel <laughs> um, I, uh, well I've, I kind of feel like I should be used to the um, social distancing because I feel like I've been doing that in my love life for quite some time before this all started <laughs> anyway um, but I just didn't expect that I'd have completed tinder twice um, I've done a couple of coffee dates virtual coffee dates which is really great because there's no awkward moment about who's going to pay for the bill. Or, <laughs> or, <laughs> sure. um, and you can put a time frame on it much easier than I think if you were kind of going out and you could be like, oh, should we, you know, have a chat for 20 minutes? Um, the only other thing I would say, you say about wearing pyjamas, which is great, although I think some people who you might be doing virtual coffee dates with might prefer that even more. So Ivy, you're obviously you're got very a seductive persona and um you do a lot of burlesque do you find 
that when you do these sort of video dates, is that still as intimidating for them? Or are you doing it as Ivy or as your real no, name? No, I, I do it. No, I do it as my myself, um, as Lucy, because there's no way I'm setting up that expectation of that's what I look like 24-7. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Uh, as much as I'd like everybody to think I walk around Tesco's and corset and crystals and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's more likely my pyjamas and my slippers... <laughs> Um, so you know I like to lower their expectations so that when they you know see me on the stage that uh, they can understand that there's a divide between the the real the fantasy which is a fantasy uh, and then the reality the reality is much better anyway I think we all have that whether we do burlesque or not there's there's two versions of yourself I mean I'm finding this never more so than in lockdown there is the Zoom version where you actually bother to put the makeup on and the day-to-day version, which is literally like, I feel like I'm in some sort of 28 days later, just crawling around, you know, scrabbling for my next Tesco slot. So I think that's that's perfectly fine. Um, and what about you, Laura? How are you finding the whole, uh, do, are you looking forward to video dating again? What's your dating experience been like? Yeah, maybe. I'm, um, I haven't started yet, but I have been tempted. Uh, I've had friends that are having like amazing experiences, having wine dates every Friday night and then mates that are just hating it. You know, that kind of game of games and, and someone not texting back and should they do this? And, you know, so I'm not tempted at the moment. Um, I definitely smartened up. The first week of lockdown, I grew a monobrow and just like let her <laughs> So I'm eking towards like feeling more like a human. So maybe it depends on lockdown, you know, how long it goes on for. I might just give in and sign up to one of the apps. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting longer and longer this uh, this lockdown. And, and I think we've, we've talked about it before, but I know you've said, Laura, that when you date someone, the comedy thing, that guys when they find out that you work in comedy can sometimes find that a bit intimidating is that is that an experience that you've had yeah some guys yeah definitely you often get that sort of oh yeah I'm funny too though I'm funny like the whole you know date they're sort of trying to make jokes and uh I'm trying to yeah oh yeah I, I could do that too though I'm really funny so um or they go that's easy that sounds easy when you talk about your, your work Wow. Um, I actually think it will get better because work's just gone to absolute crap right now, hasn't it? For the comedy. <laughs> so I think the fact that I'm sort of not doing that well might actually, and this is really sad to say, but might oh, no, be don't say that. you know, it might be a bit more sort of like, um, you know, yeah, like I've got less to do. I'm not this kind of high flying busy I think I came across very busy as well I think that was the problem I was always like I'm out I'm out I'm out and I think that is never that much of an appealing quality if you're actually looking to settle down with someone I think that's something that Ivy you mentioned before that you're always very like doing 100 projects and Becky you're also very busy do you think do you think busy people don't make good daters is that the issue I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone, think yeah. Everyone likes to feel prioritised, I think even guys. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I, I wasn't very good at that. So I think it might improve now we're in lockdown and I'm less busy, but I don't know. But then you're going to go back to your fabulousness levels. And oh, then you don't know. You, should... you don't know. <laughs> well, you will. You will. You're... We're all resourceful women. Whatever we do, if it's still not comedy, it'll be something great. And we'll still keep fabulous that, that you are who you are. But I think never make yourself small and never think mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's something about I, I, I actually I, I agree with you. I think that for some guys, it's that, OK, well, she's 
she's not doing all this fabulous stuff now. She's not around. It's always the potential as well of other men seeing you. And, and like when you're on a stage, there's always that fear that you're going to go off somewhere else or kind of thing. But yeah, I, I never make yourself small. Because um, yeah, I'm sure some people would feel reassured that you're not doing comedy now, but you will do. I know what you mean. I So I don't think it's about being small. I think it's more um, a kind of adrenaline pumped up. Like I think that can be a bit too much on a date. You know, if someone's mm. like, I've just done this and I've done that and I'm full of energy. So um, this whole experience has been quite calming. Whether that will be better, I don't know. I might be exactly the same the moment lockdown ends. And But um, something about my kind of nervous system and my whole kind of vibe is calming down. And I like that. I think we need that in the kind of presenting comedy world less fight or flight and more sort of relaxed and zen I've, I've been having some therapy sessions during lockdown right to kind of help manage my mental health and actually that that kind of links into what something that um we were talking about is that the one of the reasons you know this fight or flight mode and we're used to as performers to always having weekly hits of adrenaline hit 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 and then suddenly someone's gone oh by the way and even if we do stuff online it's still not the same we're not getting our dopamine hits that's so, really really good your therapist is great what's her name what's her number Alice <laughs> brilliant <laughs> no that's great that what a great perspective though because you're right you're right it is that lack of and it doesn't mean that you've got a big ego it's just what we like to do and that's just the world that we live in and we've navigated our way to it because that's where our skills are but yeah you're missing that that big hit maybe dating could fill the gap well the dopamine hit is actually like an addiction so actually it's not good for you because all that dopamine lowers serotonin which is that warm nice fuzzy feeling you get you know when you're doing nice wholesome things and hanging out with the family and stuff like that so this is why I think it's good for us because we're not living off the next buzz and the next adrenaline here. I, I know all about this too, because I am constantly in a mode of fight or flight when I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so much. So I think I've told you, Alexis, I blow up like a peach. Like I physically blow up. Um, it's because my body just goes, right, you're in fight or flight. We're going to retain all the water in your body. <laughs> uh, and I haven't had that in lockdown. So it's been brilliant. Yeah. But you are incredibly calm. Like when I, when I've thought about all the people I've spoken to during lockdown, Laura, you are incredibly calm. And I think that's definitely got to be a good survival tip is, is if you can maintain that. I, I mean, I think you'd be great to go on a date with. I can't imagine that you're very like high energy sort of thing. I think you're a nice calming presence. See me what, what? Drinks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't see it. I think, um, yeah, no, it's, it's all in your head. You're very calm. But what, oh, what other you. sort of survival tips would have you girls got is there anything that you feel I mean I think the the therapy definitely I'm with you on that I feel that's that's a great thing to have any other tips well I mean I've coming from a point of view of not being a performer so I I find my adrenaline rushes come came from something very different my adrenaline rushes came from work and getting certain projects off the ground and you know if I like when I was directing, putting together an edit and then going like, oh, it works or, you know, making it work. So that was great. And what I found is that not having that outlet, I've had to find other alternative creative outlets, which I think everyone is finding, right? You know, yeah. the banana bread thing, the sourdough, whatever that seems to be. Everyone has, they're trying to get this hits of 
satisfaction with themselves and their output you know the things Mm. that they can't achieve elsewhere they're trying to achieve and that was something that it was actually a burlesque performer and producer that I knew in LA many years ago was saying to me um diversify your creativity whatever you do in this world whatever you do like so you're a you're a comedian director whatever that any other art form any other experience you have is going to it's going to inform your art. What I've noticed during lockdown is that there are so many things artistically that you can dip your toe into when you want to. So you can kind of do like there, like there was an there's an online feminist drawing group which is a lot less boring than it sounds. It's really good. They're really that good. That doesn't artists. sound boring at all. It was really 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 good, and they do these online classes, and it's pay what you can, and um, they're amazing. But you're right, creativity is is transferable skills. I think when you said about, you know, people are making sourdough bread and and et cetera, I get you and I'm bored of it. I think for the majority of people that don't work in our industry, that's enough. But as you put it so brilliantly there, it's not enough for us and we don't feel satisfied unless we're and it's not necessarily that going on stage, getting that dopamine hit. It's that creating stuff, creating content, um, exploring different forms, whether it's comedy. I mean, Laura is our resident TikTok expert. And this is something I really want to get into just to do with my daughter because I, I love that kind of thing. But, you know, I think that's great. The people that are using TikTok now and doing some really, really funny stuff like Daisy, um, Daisy Cooper from uh, this country. And she's, oh been my God, I love that, love yeah. that program. She's doing um, <laughs> writing classes too, isn't she? Which I'm loving. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good thing. So Laura, tell us a little bit about, a, a bit about, sorry, Laura, tell us a little bit about um, your kind of online video presence because I know you've got oh, yeah. millions thank- of subscribers. Thank you for calling me an expert, by the way. I think that's the first time <laughs> anyone's called me an expert. But yeah, I just started making videos as a teenager, um, comedy, and um, it stuck really. Uh, started on YouTube and then obviously the other platforms have come about and I just I just got lucky with TikTok. So I've, I've been lucky enough to get over a million followers on that. Been Whoa. absolutely terrible at making videos during lockdown. Um, I think it's almost because everyone's making videos now. You know, you've got non comedians and non video makers making really good stuff. So it's almost uh, intimidating. But um, but yeah, do you know what I, I've noticed online at the moment as well, which is so nice, is TikTok just makes me laugh. It is just funny videos, and there's a big difference now between people who are creating stuff. And people who are just kind of wanting to brag, you know, the the kind of people that like the sort of ex-Love Island contestants who have nothing else to say but brag a bit about how they're looking today. And I think there's going to be a real difference over lockdown of people going off that kind of braggy, superficial content and wanting to see people doing creative stuff, doing funny stuff, doing their cooking videos um, I think we might move away from our reality TV culture. I think, oh, that, that. yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, what did it feel like when you hit one million subscribers? Was it a was it an event for you? How did it feel? Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, I think to be fair, I was more excited around the one hundred thousand mark, just because back in the day, you know, it was so new and and fresh. But um, yeah, it's been great. I mean. I, I sort of did um, YouTube for, I've done YouTube for about 10 years. Um, and then you just randomly start this other app and it just sort of blows, it overtakes your kind of passion project from the start. So I don't, you know, 
I think it's great. I'm seeing a lot of the younger kids on there now and teenagers and early 20s. And I never want to get to a state where you're obsessed with your views and you're obsessed with your likes. And you've always got to think if that platform goes down tomorrow, like Vine did, Mm. um, will you have an absolute breakdown over it? And so I'm not, you know, I'm very grateful. I'm very happy. I love it. But I'm not sort of checking my views every day. I mean, like I said, I haven't uploaded in a while because I think it keeps you sane that way. I don't think I want to get to a stage where a lot of the top, top, top people you're watching or that are online are like at a stage of obsession over their views and their followers. And right now, especially of all times, it's not healthy to be like that. So it's great. I'm enjoying it. But um, I've been a bit lazy with the app, if I'm honest. Yeah. And how about you, um, Ivy? Are you online making videos, making new content? I am. You know what? I, I really think one of the things this is, that has come out of this for me is about ad- adapting and, and, and like evolving. And I think anyway, as being an artist, if your art doesn't evolve, then you're, you should never stay in the same place. It's just that this has kind of given an elevated kind of kick up the backside, as it were. Um I've had to learn a whole new skill set really quickly because, to be honest, I would have worked with people that would have helped me do things. Like I would have come up with the creative ideas and then they might have helped me execute it with the technology, whereas actually I'm not in a position to do that um, in terms of social distancing or even financially. So I've quickly had to kind of come up to speed with so much online but actually I'm loving it I think it's even when we go back to our normal live stage shows this is this online world and expression and creativity um, is definitely something that I will continue I think you made a good point there about self-sufficiency as well which um, and I always like to champ you know I don't want to harp on about the fact that we're all women but we are and I think the opportunity here to to be self-sufficient to learn new tech to embrace that side of the world is is huge and, and I've really enjoyed even making this podcast you know the the software that we use editing it learning so much every time we do this and I probably wouldn't have had um the balls to do this beforehand it was only because Lynn and I were having a bit of a a meltdown one day and having a chat and going oh god what can we do to cheer ourselves up and we came up with this idea um it would it wouldn't have happened I would have just kind of lazily or as you said like just thought well someone else would need to help me with that I'd need to find someone who's an expert um to show me how to edit stuff or whatever but in in the midst of having no help you just have to figure it out yourself and I, I think that's a really good positive if there is any, if there are any in um, in this situation. It kind of makes me think about when I first started performing or started, like started out, like it was all about that. I just, I didn't even consider if I could or I couldn't, I just did. Yeah. And that's how it should be. That's it. That's the intuition that we, I think we, as maybe it's like we got lazy with this. I don't know. Yeah. And also I think that kind of like further on you get in your career, more people are involved. Um, I'd be quite enjoying like that they're getting back to the hustle again yeah that's a good point we are all back to the hustle I mean you know Becky you were saying before about the the self-employed issues there is something fun in hustling there is something fun in I love hustling yeah just you know because it. you can get complacent right and um you know there are new opportunities there are new opportunities for us right now I've been really enjoying um Jade Adams yeah oh, and yeah. her couch cabaret fabulous love it 
And, you know, I wonder if she would have done that or maybe not in that format, but it's just great to like see people being um, really innovative. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we were going to chat about boys, though. What's what's happened? Why are we talking about boys? <laughs> We've gone back to work. <laughs> We've gone back to work. This is the, probably our problem, right? It's just that we're so focused on our work. What's the plan then when we come out of lockdown? What's what, what are we going to do about the boys situation? Uh, my plans. My plan is to set up some some dates so that you know I can either go for a walk in the park or uh, you know a uh, romantic dinner across the whole of the restaurant where you just look at them and wave, <laughs> communicate via text message. Um, so I feel like I you're going to have plan. the most. Sorry, I feel like you're going to have the best um, mask of all of us, and it's going to be something really like feathered or. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get crystals for mine. Oh, I love it! You've already got the plans. And Laura, what about you? Post lockdown, well, love it. Hopefully, yeah. they'll give us enough notice so I can come out of this lockdown like a goddess of, you know, <laughs> cut hair and. Uh, so that's the plan. Come out of this looking fabulous. Not you know, not what I'm doing at the moment, which is just eating crisps on the sofa. Um, and then, do you know what? I just want to go out with my mates. And if I meet someone naturally, I know that's really, you know, everyone says that, but I hate the apps. I don't want to sit there messaging a load of, you know, guys. So, yeah, hopefully meet someone naturally. But I'm looking forward just to hitting, like, going on a night out with my mates. So hopefully everyone else will be in the same boat. Yeah, I have to say, for me, that's exactly it. I can't even think about dating in the way that, hilariously I haven't dated for like a like a long long time many many years so 2020 was going to be my year where I came back <laughs> my, my comeback year I'm and then, coming out <laughs> and I, because I I had been on apps over the last eight years and obviously there was a certain amount of activity but I just it wasn't for me it, yeah I just feel like at my age you don't have the same interaction with with people on apps it just doesn't work when you're in your I think when you're in your 30s and 20s apps work really well but I just think when you get I don't know when the pictures don't get as nice and you're in your mid to late 40s it feels like I don't want it just feels like it doesn't work for me and I wanted to do it in real life so the plan is I just want to go to the pub I want and there is such a thing anymore yeah yeah exactly or just drink in the park with other people that's really all I want and then whatever I'll be on the lookout but I mean I've, I don't know whether you've all experienced this but I've developed some really weird crushes oh 100% yes I, and I don't normally do that and there's just been some some corkers that have appeared <laughs> over the last few months I find it's any man actually so I'm just trying to keep myself self-isolated from that threat because no, literally I'll leave that the door or fancy anyone. <laughs> you, had a very, anyone. Um, you had a very gorgeous delivery. Was it a delivery man? You I, had a, I did have a gorgeous delivery man and I found out on Saturday that he's actually left the job. Oh, no. I did a bit of research, devastating news. Um, so our romance is is off. And also Channing's got back with Jesse J, which really scuppers all my plans. So I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to have to go, <laughs> go real world. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, Becky, you mentioned about the age thing. I don't really like to ask a lady her age, but I know Laura's, you're in your 
three. Oh, just turned 30, yeah. Yes, okay. I wanted to like mouth the words to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Ivy, I'm guessing you're in the 20s, 30s. I'm not sure, but. No, I'm, I'm 40 in February. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you don't look it. But I was going to, okay. Well, then you're still technically in your 30s. So does internet dating work for people in their 30s then? Um, you know what? Yeah, I think it does. I um, I, I always used to lie about my age. Um, showbiz age. I think I was used to say I was 33. <laughs> and then I sat down and thought about it when I was coming up to my 40th birthday, February. And I just thought, actually, no, this is how old I am. And um, I'm quite getting older is a privilege anyway. Yes. Uh, and I think it's more impressive. Like, yeah, because then people are like, gosh, yeah. you look good for your, your age. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to pretend that they're 30 when no. they're 30 and then everyone goes, oh, she's had a rough life. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. And also, I think as well, you can be a bit more direct with people on dating apps because you can be like, look, as I'm playing the games, this is what I want in my life. They're like, this is my, not my literally checklist, but, you know, this is like, are you on the same wavelength as me? Yeah, great. Oh, no. See you later. Bye. Have a nice life. You, I would never wait. Have been wait, wait. What, what's what else is on the checklist? I need to know. Come on. So my checklist would be so it's just ridiculous as this sounds. Do you have a girlfriend? Are you married? Because <laughs> the amount of people on on dating apps is unreal. Like that. That's that's a, that's not even like a for comedy effect. It's so, like rife. So you just you know have to ask those questions just outright. Um, you know, are, what are your views about, you know, transgender, gay people? Because, again, yeah. I, ha- I had a date with somebody um, when it went back in the real world when they the date went really well and then just as the dessert, uh, dessert he, I know, he knew all about my job um, and then he just went, I don't know why they have gay pride. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and I went. Oh, my God. Uh, okay um what why you know why is and anyway this went on a whole whole conversation and he said um the people forcing their lifestyles on him and then it got to the point and I said oh okay you know and I was just really trying to just be calm and he said can I come and see one of your shows I said no I don't think my audience would appreciate you forcing your lifestyle on them um for you girl (laughs) But, but bigotry and racism are passion killers, aren't they? You know, yeah, you go, go on a date with someone, they come out with something, you're like, oh, God, could you not have just shut up? Why did you have to come out with and that? Then my, and then my final one is um, I'm not interested in people who are only going to talk to me about how much protein they eat. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just go for they've got to have a job. But yeah. at the moment, I think that's probably a, a little bit unsympathetic to say that. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe we'll just go for they'd like to have a job one day. Exactly. Maybe that's it. Lower that bar. Let's just lower that bar. And what about you, Becky? What are you looking for? Um, well, what kind of guy are you looking for, Becky? Well, <laughs> as you get a bit older, right? So I I find like the – so I'm 46, and the dating apps wow. I find really are not geared towards 46-year-old women. But what is good about them is that when you get to – I assume most people, when they get to my age, maybe they get there earlier. I can tell within two sentences of a conversation whether I this is going to work or not, and I don't feel any compunction to carry on that conversation. Uh, so it rarely, it rarely gets. Oh, to Becky's the point. cold. She's even, cold. But it rarely, it's <laughs> their time and my time to meet up, and I have I have often had a few kind of conversations that have gone a bit 
difficult because I've said, I'm not sure I want to see you in real life. Let's just have a bit more of a chat. And they're like, no, no, we need to meet up. We need to meet up. And I said, I'm not wasting my time going out with someone if I feel like I haven't even got the measure of them beforehand. No, I'm with you. I don't see why that people do take that really to heart and find it an offensive thing to say. I think you should really get to know them as much as possible before you meet them. You're right. We're busy. We're busy. You know what I mean? It's, it is a waste of, it's a waste of the energy and the romantic intention and the makeup and the outfit and the hope. I think um, it just smacks of them thinking they can persuade you to like them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can sit in front of them and give them and like have drinks maybe. Maybe they think when you're drunk, they're going to be more attractive, which is obviously true. But that does happen. Yeah, that's true. And, and how about you, Laura? What's, what's on the checklist? Oh, gosh. Well, the same standards as everyone else. Have a job. Don't be racist. Don't be bigoted. What was the other ones? Don't <laughs> Not be have married. Don't yeah, be don't be married. <laughs> very, very high standards here we're setting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want someone who is up for being in a relationship, because I think there's a lot of people out there on these apps that aren't, but is still quite, I'm going to sound really cheesy, but it's still quite young, like... I mean, acting young in the sense that not immature, but I feel a lot of my mates now are very like settled down as in Buying the house, talking about out. Kids. Yeah, yeah, kids, kids, kids. Like, um, and you can still have all of that, but still want to have fun and have a love for life. And, and uh, I'm, I'm finding everyone, I mean, it might be the current climate as well. Everyone's a bit sort of, mm, I've done a lot of Zoom calls with a lot of like, uh, so um we my mates. So yeah, someone like that really, who's up for, you know. The difficulty is it's the word fun. I get what you're saying. You want someone who is actually fun, but when you yeah. say you want fun on a dating profile, that oh, means yeah, you don't, say that. No, don't no. say that. <laughs> or you don't say anything like, yeah, up for fun or I'm open minded. I mean, I used to always say banter, and I remember my mum telling me off, and she was like, Stop saying banter. You don't want to go with banter. This is why your dating life sucks. She was like, You want a nice guy, not a banter guy. And I was like, Mom, you don't get the word banter. But yeah, so. Do nice guys finish last though? No, they're oh, the ones no. that end up married and settled down. And yeah. you're seeing that now. When you get older, you see all the like, you know, the fuck boys and they're still single. They're just sort of living miserable. Do you know what I was saying to my mate yesterday? I was like, all the fuck boys out there are going to be having a terrible time. They can't yeah. mess anyone around. And it just made me chuckle. And my mate's been through like, um, been out with some real like, jerks and I was like think about how happy they're gonna be they can't mess anyone around right now so yeah an interesting uh power shift for sure I think in the dating in the dating world um for women as much as men I think that it's just the dynamic has changed and it will change I, I can't see us kind of coming back from this and things going back to how they were and that same power and control that that people have on apps I think yeah, we'll just definitely dissipate. I loved the idea of courtship, though, Ivy. I think you're right. I think hopefully we'll go back to that bit of nice letter writing. Yeah, you write know, letters. So handkerchief. Yeah, dropped on the floor, kind of thing. Well, um, it's been lovely talking to you, girls. I have to say, it's it's um, I feel like we're all ready now. I feel like we've got got all our spectators out there, and we're ready to date. Do you think we are? Do you think we're ready to date now? Um, what, um, that's that world. I'm ready for a few more weeks in my dressing gown first. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that, Laura. I was thinking, you know what you said about emerging? And I was thinking, okay, well, I've got a little bit of like, you know, bread body at the moment. So um, (laughs) 
<laughs> the government can give us like three weeks I think I can pull it back yeah so we need notice don't we yeah. I will get off the phone I'm going to speak to Boris I'm going to ask him for the following I'm going to say can you give us enough notice that we can get our bodies ready um can you find us some guys that haven't got girlfriends have got jobs or maybe looking for jobs da, 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 da. Um, Boris, if anyone. I know <laughs> the government are in control of everything surely I don't think he's got anyone who's associated with Boris Jesus they're not going to have the morals that we're looking for right no that's true and politics actually politics and dating do we like do is that a no-go area do we talk about politics at all oh that's one of the things that I am straight into early in the conversation there is no way I'm I'm stepping out with someone who suddenly starts spouting right wing stuff it <laughs> literally I mean it's such a make or break for me like I could not it's not one of the things that I could overlook. It, a relationship just wouldn't be possible. So if someone was to invent an app now, like, because some apps actually will say, what is your political inclination? Oh, yeah, the, what, right? one, one of the ones I'm on, Hinge, it's, it has it. Yeah, yeah, it has it. And I'll, I swipe people if I... Do you? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because our fundamental life choices are different. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It, actually, it's super important because you've got to stay with that person for the rest of your life, and and it's not enough, really, is it? If they're fit, but they're a complete right wing twat. So, yeah. but if you were to about hinge, you yeah, it's like you have the option not to answer that, so you can choose, you can elect to not answer that at all. So, if someone's actively chosen to say conservative, then I know that immediately. <laughs> Okay. That they sat oh my- down and thought about him, put it there. They, they actually, they actually want that out there. It's not just that it's the case; they want that out there. So yeah, that definitely. I'd be like, swipe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to tell you, there's the. I was reading up about new apps, right? I'm going to put this one to you. There's one called Love Is Quarantine. Have we heard of this one? No. No, based on Instagram. I think it's a more a US one, but it's coming over here, and it's sort of a live reality show where you go on your dates over the phone but you have your profile on Instagram and other people can comment on you as a profile and then afterwards you do a video saying how the date went and it all goes up onto this Instagram it's it's yeah and you book an appointment via now this didn't sound very technology technologically savvy you use Google Meets (laughs) (laughs) they go into your Instagram profile no, you post on you you kind of post on their Love is Quarantine Instagram feed and once they've selected you, then they put up like, Oh, Becky is going on a date tonight and then everyone else will be like, Yeah, go Becky, you're great, you're gonna love it. Rah, 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 rah. And then afterwards, um look, Ivy's typing in Love is oh, Quarantine. Yeah, I was literally gonna have a look. What, yeah. what we're gonna see her next week on a date on a yeah. But apparently it's like um a sort of com- what's that program called first dates it's like that sort of concept mm. I feel like I- we're moving into like massive episode of Black Mirror and there's yeah. one <laughs> and there's one isn't there in particular where everybody gets like a rating oh no yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and I'm like I don't think we're far off that I actually really don't there's, no, I agree. Um, there's, I've just watched Upload on uh, Amazon Prime, and that's all about rating each other. Ooh. They've got an app called Nightly instead of Tinder for like, and they rate each other <laughs> afterwards of, of how they were, and you know, and it's like, it, I wonder if that's how it's going to become. Because there's a lot of references now in TV to these kind of futuristic apps and rating mm. each other, like we like we would with an Uber driver. Yeah, exactly. It's not far, is it? You know, I do. I do think there's going to be a kickback of. of 
Well, yeah, rejection of of apps. I think people are really going to crave that moment of meeting someone in real life because we meet with we're, we're not meeting anyone. So I think there's going to be a real heightened sense of of a need for actual chemical interaction, I think. Well, that- also, do you find you're way more invested as well that if you meet someone in real life and swap yes. numbers than you ever are on an app? Like so, on an app, they're just like, you know, whatever. Well, well. And they they feel the same way about you. Whereas when you meet in person, there's just something there that... You there's feel- a loyalty that's established yeah. straight away where you wouldn't yeah. ghost them as quickly. I mean, ghosting never happened really. When I was, when I think back to like early 20s dating or even teens, you never ghosted anyone because you yeah. couldn't really. It just didn't, uh, people weren't disposable in that way. I think you're right. It's like with apps, they're not real people. I don't always consider them as real people. And I'm sure I'm considered in the same way. Oh, I was going to say with in terms of... Um, like ghosting and meeting people when you judge when you're judging someone on a dating app and I know I do it too my what my kind of like requirements are really different on a picture than when I meet somebody in real life in real life I am far more attracted to people that make me laugh that are are kind um, have got like the just the chemistry and it's not about looks obviously you have to be attracted to them but it's there's different things that you are attracted to that but you never get from a picture. My experience has been my last three long-term relationships were via internet dating or an app. So like relationships that have lasted longer than a year. And um, so I've kind of got enough empirical evidence to say that wasn't really the best way. I'd gone on looks and I'd had a conversation or had conversations with them where I'd convinced myself that because I like their picture, I like the conversation we were having more than it actually if I'd got to know them in real life. I think it's cognitive dissonance, isn't it? And you kind of you kind of um, impart an idea of someone, as you say, and that you the, the picture becomes so important because you've already decided from a picture what they'd be like in bed, what they're like to their mum, what they'd be like if you live with them, all that kind of stuff. And you you can't really tell that, can you? I mean, I like the idea of in real life, but I think it takes a lot of bravery. And that's probably why we've, you know, um, had to use apps because it's, yeah, you don't have to put yourself out there as much. You don't have to go out to a bar and do the hard graft of like going and chatting to someone or. Is it even considered acceptable now to approach someone, a stranger? Is it just considered like harassment if you talk to a stranger now because you find them attractive as a man or as a woman well I suppose from my point of view as a woman if I see an attractive man is it will they find it like inappropriate for me to talk to them because it's not within the confines of a of an arranged sort of dating sphere Oh, I hope right. not. That would be really sad. What about you, Ivy? Do you do you uh, approach someone if you like them? Yeah, I do. I just feel like, you know, I'd rather just find out. Um, but it's just finding the right person that you are attracted to. And invariably, I'm in a work scenario dressed up, you know, in all my kind of like show showgirl paraphernalia. Um, and I try not to... Um, kind of approach people when I'm dressed like that for the various reasons of okay this is not real um 
and I'd rather they meet me as me uh, but I spend most of my time in that environment so it's kind of that's probably why one of the reasons why I'm still single now you know um trying to make the most out of the lockdown <laughs> lockdown uh but I I much prefer meeting people for real like and just having that looking across you know the loft bar in Edinburgh and you know finding a true love for the night (laughs) there's no there's no um what's the word I can't think the word now but there's uh, nothing compares to catching someone's eye and having a little kind of looking away and then you look back you get a little bit of a blush I tell you what ladies when this is all over we will go out and we will have a night out and it will be as you say, at the other end of a table with our masks on, you'll have your feather mask, Ivy, with all your diamond case. <laughs> we'll, we'll be looking less glam. Well, we might not. Who knows? We might, you know, splash out, get fancy masks. And and we'll do this. And the men out there better beware because we're probably not going to talk to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go home. Um, but it's we'll really lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drop a glove. I'm going to start wearing gloves just so I can drop one. There you go. Surgical. It's not. I wonder. Sorry, before we go, I wonder Mm. if you know how like they used to have the fan language. That's just what I was gonna say. I wonder if we'll develop like you know handkerchief or you know a language of communication that's not with hand sanitizer instead. Like, (laughs) love that sketch, Laura. That's your TikTok sketch, right? (laughs) I love the idea of that. So, what? What's the? Tell me about the fan thing. I don't know about this. Tell me. So they used to, in like the courts with the fans that you'd flick out, they'd have all different, um, so like if you'd pull it under the eyes, that would mean something. If you'd, if you'd open it, that I think that would, that would mean there's a whole language. Yeah, the, the, the shape of the movement you did as well yeah. with it as well. Oh my God, yeah. the language of fans. I love this. Look, we've, no, we've basically no. solved the world. This is, this is what we've done in this time. We've managed to solve everything in the universe um so well done ladies and uh we'll go for that drink thank you so much for joining us today um thank you for having us you've been listening to the funny women's survival guide and i've been your host alexis strum thank you so much to ivy page and laura edwards and of course to funny women's very own becky singh for being on the show ivy can be found on twitter at the ivy page p-a-i-g-e Laura can be found on Twitter and all the socials as at Law Bubble. So L-A-U-R Bubble. God, I feel like I'm homeschooling again. (laughs) And finally, let's get to some recommendations. So I've been watching and loving Jade Adams and her couch cabaret. I also recommend Emily Brown's new comedy short called Infinity Yawn, featuring my bezer, Ben Green, and that's at Catnip Film, or one word. Also been listening to Child Labour, the podcast with Stuart Goldsmith and Sindhu V. And in book news, we're delighted that Vicky Pepperdine and Julia Davis are bringing out a Joan and Jerrica book. Ah, so exciting. And in live news... Yeah, there is such a thing as live comedy still. Don't worry. Um, former Funny Women Survival Guide guests, Kerry Godleman and Jason Manford, will be performing live on Working From Home, a new live comedy series starting this Saturday. And in Funny Women news, there's another comedy crash course taking place the week of the 15th of June, which is next week. The hilarious event on 25th June, 
and oh there's another event that's just come in and it's called have we got funny women for you and that's on the 30th of june um with our matron joe brand so check that out also you've got until august 28th to nominate your favorite comedy web series for the funny women best web series award and find out more about all of this and all of these events and the awards via funnywomen.com and finally, if you want to find out more about me, go to thetimeialmost.com and you can clearly see why I'm still single. Please subscribe, download, rate, review and share this podcast. Your ongoing support means absolutely everything to us. Thank you. Stay funny and stay safe. <laughs>